This is the How to Be Better podcast. We're so glad you're here. I'm Kara. And I'm Melissa. And we're on a mission to be better at living our best lives. Stick around while we ask the questions that you want answers to. So this episode is going to be about how to be better at shifting gears, because that's literally what we just did. Yeah, maybe we should add like reading the room. (laughs) Yes. Because... (laughs) It's Friday night. <laughs> we both had long weeks. We're determining Friday nights are not a good day for us to record serious podcasts. No, no. That was going wrong. Oh, really yeah. Quickly. We and were, we had good intentions. We had a couple of our friends that are going through some hard stuff and we were going to talk about it, but we can't today because oh we can't gosh. stop laughing. Hysteria. <laughs> Hysteria. But I mean, isn't it worse to like not read the room or not? Yeah. shift and then and then wonder like oh that was a that yeah. was a crash like half. ross says pivot we just pivot. gotta pivot. Just gonna pivot i heard that word a lot actually in like you the did? coaching world yeah people always talk about like with Pivoting. entrepreneurship like pivot you just oh pivot. my god but i don't know that mm-hmm. other than in physical therapy i've ever considered a turn or like a change in my life a pivot until now yeah it makes me think of like ballet I'm, I haven't pure, made a lot of way. really big changes in my life. Mm. You have. So I, I'm, have. I, it's I like really look day. to you. To... <laughs> <laughs> it's every other day. I mean, it's a lot. It is a lot for yeah. you. But I, I admire that you, you kind of have that, like, I can do this or I can do that. And you're just yeah. going to figure it out as it goes. Yeah. Which I think that's great. I am less of a risk taker which yeah. I think we've talked about that. I never had a baby to like have to be, you yeah. know, like that's, so I always tell people, so I just turned 37. Happy birthday, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm like, I feel like turning 30 was when I first started to really get to know myself and understand mm-hmm. myself and like accept myself and blah, blah, blah. And Trust for so yourself. many people, they're young moms at that point in yeah. time. So all of a sudden, like you're in the prime of getting to know yourself when you either have a child or when you're already a parent mm-hmm. and then you're kind of sidetracked and it's like, well, good luck with that because <laughs> nobody in this world cares that you're ready for, you know, reevaluating your life and mm-hmm. like getting to know yourself better. Cause you're busy. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose it's different. I suppose it's, I do think that having a child makes you, well, me, it did made me less of a risk taker for sure. Mm-hmm. And I needed to have that stability. Mm-hmm. But even now that she's a grown up too, I still, it's like, I still want to be that stable force in our Mm -hmm. lives where I'm, I always have kind of like a stake in the ground and I'm, you know, creating a home, like if anything. But you know that my brain's going to go to, yeah, but that's also because you learned a pattern at that age, which is maybe like a really formative time to start challenging yourself or to like fall into a pattern or, you know, whatever that may be. And for me, it, the pattern became to like, (laughs) try new things it was just mm. like I learned that avenue. that's an interesting way to look at it yeah it's a di- just a different set of patterns yeah exactly in our lives. yeah exactly because like risk takers I mean they yes are obviously a lot of times there's like extreme risk takers mm-hmm. are addicted to the dopamine but I think it's also just a learned safety yeah which I mean obviously I talk about this all the time but like I yeah. think about this all the time but I think it's like a learned safety in that if they're sitting doing less risky behaviors mm-hmm. or less risky things in life they're probably going to feel somewhat unsafe or mm. like out of their routine yeah so it's kind of a funky 
weird concept. I think about like the big wave surfer dudes and those guys. And like, if they weren't doing it, then what would happen? Yeah. They'd have to do something else like jumping out of a plane. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Well, and don't you think about people who've like lost their lives to these extreme things and Mm. how that community, you often hear people saying like, they would not have wanted to go any Any other other way. way. Yeah. And that's because it's just so yeah deep in who they are that's very true very Hmm. true interesting here we are talking about not wanting to go into a deep dark hole on a friday night and talk about something serious or sad and i think we just did that so let's shift gears again (laughs) let's talk about shifting gears in business because both of us are really kind of involved in doing that right now I think all of the listeners know you're a PTA and a CODA, which is a physical therapist assistant and an occupational therapist assistant. She has a dual degree and I have a physical therapist assistant degree. And we've both been doing those jobs for a long time and we're ready for a change, big changes. Yep. So we're still working those jobs because they pay well enough to, um, you know, definitely support our lifestyles. And, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of flexibility. If you're somebody mm-hmm. who's interested in what that is or what that looks like and mm. you want to do that job mm. i will say that it is not glamorous no but the reasons that we both started it initially as far as the financial piece you know it's a decent job for low education and it associates pays degree. well for what it is <laughs> um and there's a lot of flexibility mm-hmm. and opportunity within it especially However, in each different <laughs> setting yeah like, yeah you know like there's not a lot of flexibility in scheduling in like a skilled nursing setting because they want you there 40 hours a week and they want your productivity to be 93 percent or more it's really stressful but then like i switch to home health and i like if there's a snowstorm coming i can schedule around it so i like i'll i'll either opt to go like earlier and try to treat as many patients as i can before the storm starts or i'll schedule in the afternoon if the roads are going to be clear because the guys will be out plowing it's so i get to pick yeah. or if i have a yeah. doctor's appointment i beef up another day so that i can have that time um but it's really nice you know You're yeah right. and i guess i talk about <laughs> flexibility but there's also not it's weird because there were was a huge hunk of time where i'm not sure if people are aware but medicare rules changed and mm. so for that demographic in skilled nursing facilities, there was less need for physical therapist assistance mm-hmm. and occupational therapy assistance as per a pendulum. Yeah. <laughs> and it was also like, because of that, as a per diem therapist, you were like the first to go. They didn't need your extra hours and time. Mm-hmm. And then as like part-time full-time, like obviously there was just a huge shift in and how they did things. So (laughs) maybe in that capacity, things are a lot different now, but then after the pandemic, Mm -hmm. now there's such high need that it's kind of, I'm kind of curious about what some of those settings maybe look like. I know, and there's still some new changes that are coming to Medicare again. So we don't, we don't know, we don't know, nor do we want to know right now. We're just kind of playing it out and then we'll shift gears when we meet I feel like I keep envisioning <laughs> if this was like a TV or like a show or a movie or something and it's just have like changing our environment like every time we every time you say shift gears we have drink. to sh- we no, have to kidding. shift gears every time you shift gears it's like you snap your fingers and we're like in a different right? era <laughs> seriously so as far as shifting gears in business so we've been doing those jobs for a while and now both of us are trying to build out our own like little brands and our you know own little businesses and entrepreneurial ventures and it's really really exciting and i have to say that kara is my mentor 
even Ooh. at 37 and me being 51 it's somebody like, told me i look 22 oh, today look at, at work you. i had a mask on <laughs> i had my goggles on because i was cheating <laughs> and then i had a shield on and i but had my hair was i there. looked 22 <laughs> okay <laughs> just, just kidding. kidding you do totally i'm getting wrinkly young. though the other day i had a friend who we were talking about sorry i totally interrupted you no it's fine about she was like look i have wrinkles and she's like smiling really awkwardly and like squinting Forcing her eyes her wrinkles. I was like girlfriend you just made wrinkles like I don't know what to tell you it's funny that's hilarious um, okay I'm sorry keep going well no I was just you know it's really exciting to start thinking about another possible way to make money and mm -hmm. I keep I keep going back to this there is enough I know everybody's talking about a recession and all these things mm -hmm. there's so much money oh to be gosh. made even if the recession comes or whatever, so what? You shift gears again. But mm -hmm. there's so much money to be made in this world. We can all have a piece of it. It's just a matter of dialing in how to get oh, it. Yeah. And I speak a lot, or I try to. I don't know if I do. I think about how much I <laughs> do. I speak a lot about that <laughs> on my own platform about like access to healthcare. And when it comes to shifting gears in career and entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. something we don't necessarily always talk about is the financial aspect of, you know, just being an entrepreneur. So an entrepreneur, the whole freaking definition is that it's a financial risk. Like if you don't have a financial risk, you're not considered an entrepreneur. You're considered like a startup, you know, like that's huh. not necessarily a part of the word. The entrepreneur has to involve the financial risk piece of it. Mm -hmm. That's just part of it. And when we neglect to talk about the fact that like shifting gears is not possible without some backing mm. or without some really ballsy risk taking, mm -hmm. then I think we neglect to, to address the many people who want to do what we're doing, which is to step outside of what you're comfortable in mm -hmm. and what is providing because it's just not possible. Yeah. And I think it's not, not possible. But yeah. It's, it's a lot harder than I think maybe to get people yeah, or to get traction or whatever. Yeah. I don't I, know if that made sense. But, I'm you know. like definitely taking some financial risks, but they're small ones. Like, um, but I think that's part of mm -hmm. part of the scary part about it but also part of like what's really brave about doing it like a lot of people won't take any financial risk because it's mm -hmm. terrifying you know? well and i also think about all these years that i spent with a single income household trying to like know where every single dollar was going and and i wanted to be more in control of of what was happening with my money and then i as i look back at that i'm like I think about the dumb shit I spent money on. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when, when you go through that like microscopic process of mm -hmm. looking at all your financials and then I go, well, if I took that money and like right now I'm spending it on branding, mm -hmm. like I have, you know, a graphic designer working on my branding for my company. And for me, I have to do things in steps and stages. Mm -hmm. Once I see the logo and the branding colors and the fonts and all those things, then more of my creative juices will flow. I'm having a hard time doing things before I get that stuff, but yeah. I can't, and I, I don't need to, cause no. this is a side business. I'm, I still have an income. It changes you know I mean? your relationship it's, with it a lot. It does. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there are ways to still be an entrepreneur 
well, taking less risk, but taking some. Some risk. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. It's a, I think it's part of it is the feeling associated with that financial risk. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily have to be huge, but I think it has to be, there's like some, the feeling of risk in it, mm. even if it's not going to like put you gotcha. totally out. <clears throat> gotcha. So what are you doing for financial or business? Not just financial, but business risks. What do you business feel like? Business risks. Oh, or shifting um, gears in business. What are you doing to shift? Oh gears? my gosh. So many things. So, well, so many things and so many not things. I'm always kind of shifting gears because I think the <laughs> fine tuning is part of the like not necessarily affording, being able to afford just having somebody like do the whole work up for you mm. as far as like, what's my ideal audience? And it doesn't mean that I haven't done that work, but it means that I'm not a pro in all of those areas. And unless you can either become the pro or hire somebody hire out, somebody, yeah. then you're just always doing the best that you know how to do. And for me, part of that, you know, having to, having to shift gears, if you will, is that you're either not successful in one area. And so it, it's necessary, or it just doesn't make sense anymore, or something you tried is, is just used to work, but it's not now. I mean, that's kind of the constant well, of like huge. social media and everything. And well, I think it's just freaking algorithm. Yeah. And, but the, the, <laughs> what's the alternative to never start because you don't have it perfect and how the heck do you even know if you have a perfect before you start, you know, it's yeah. kind of this like big catch 22. Um, but so I'm always doing like the, you know, the constant shifting gears, I guess, in that way, mm -hmm. fine tuning what's going to work or what's not in business. But the biggest one for me is this membership, mm. which means I'm spending a lot of time recording outside of but you only have to do it once i know it's a beautiful thing because you're she's creating this course for her business that is an educational library yeah essentially yeah. and it's brilliant and you're uh, it's i'm such a dweeb though stop you stop that <laughs> i love that i'm a dweeb but i'm such a dweeb the content is like it's good because i'm educated in this area yes, you know very much but so. it's just funny because the i don't know it's just like you're I, vulnerable I, I, and yeah you and i enjoy and i think it's really important for the people that are working with me to understand why they're doing what they're doing because mm -hmm. if because i'm making this content for people like me yeah yeah and i need to know why i'm people doing that it, need to treat their shit. pain stress or anxiety i love it yep yeah so what are you doing to shift gears lately in, in business relative to business? Yeah. Well, I, I had started the blog, mm -hmm. um, and I was just gonna, I was kind of doing it for me and I wasn't really feeling like I, I'm taking a blog course. <laughs> I've been taking this. I was say the same one. <laughs> no, I love yes. <laughs> same blog course that I bought for like $130 about six years ago. <laughs> I still never finished I'm taking it. this course. <laughs> Yes. But it. anyway, so I revisit it now and then and I get reinvigorated. But sometimes like our job as PT assistants too, like I, I give everything. I leave my freaking heart on the floor when mm -hmm. I'm doing my job. And I'm, I try to put all the pieces together for my patients and email all the folks. So when I get home, I'm like brain dead, like yeah. literally brain dead. And I hate that word literally, whatever. Literally. <laughs> I listened to our last <laughs> episode and I'm like, what? is my problem with oh, that word today. Branded? 
No, literally. I literally. said it about 150 times. Did you? Oh, episode. I'm going to have to go back and listen. It's so funny. I'm going to critique you. That and like, <laughs> that was like and literally episode. Like so just know that we know we're doing I it. I <laughs> do that. You find oh one God. word He's... and in recording mode where it's you cycles. like have all this pressure to go yeah. to come up with something, it's I cycles. will come up with one word and I do that too. Sticks with and it. then you say it four times. So speaking of shifting gears and what I was doing with the blog, I Squirrel. was. Squirrel. <laughs> <right>. Squirrel, <laughs> but I'm coming back to it. Look at me <laughs> coming full circle. So I would really sit down and struggle with writing my blog posts. And I use wordpress.org mm -hmm. from my website. And there's like this SEO optimization and all this stuff that you can do. So you, as you're writing, it's telling you like you're doing a good job by either giving you a green light, a red light, or a yellow light. <laughs> you're oh, like, really? So as you're writing, it's optimizing it a little bit for you. There's plugins that do this or yeah, whatever. Writing. But I always struggle with just starting like having yeah. the idea of what i want to write about i'll get i sometimes i can get a good topic idea and then i'll go and i'll try to search keywords and mm -hmm. i'll be like not even close to what people are looking for or whatever so i found the coolest thing today i've been listening to a lot of different podcasts with like gary maynerchuk and all these different people mm -hmm. talking about ai and how it's it's like really we need to understand it so I found today, I was like, wait a minute, what about AI for assisting with writing, copywriting? Because it's just like having an assistant. Yeah. So I started Googling it. I didn't know anything about it. And I found like three or four different articles. Then I start deep diving into all these different like companies that do it. <clears throat> and mind you, in the, you guys, some of you people that are out in the office world are probably thinking, well, how did they not know about this already? Or how did she not? <laughs> we don't do any of that kind of work in our daily job. It's like a software that's different than, you know, it's very basic and it's, mm -hmm. we have to write pretty, you know, dry notes for Medicare purposes that objective are detailed. Exactly. Very, <laughs> very objective. And it's data. What we do is data really. <clears throat> and then, um, I found these companies and I started deep diving and watching YouTubes and doing all this stuff. And I found this one and it's, you can do a free version. So I'm trying the free version for a while, which doesn't get me a whole lot of content, but it gave me the, you know, ability to look at it. So I start doing all this stuff. And in probably 15 minutes, I have like 10 pieces of prompts, content, or um, topic ideas, or like specific titles mm -hmm. that are oh, like, hugely above what I ever would have thought yeah. I could come up with on my own. Yeah. And it was based on just putting in keywords that mean something to me relating to my simple cottage living business. Yeah. Like awesome. the way I see it, I put, I was like, okay, how do I see this business? And I put in these words and it just like put, spit out this beautiful content. I was like, yeah, what awesome. the heck? It's crazy. And it's not even done by a person, which some people are going to have a problem with that too. But a person yeah. created the software. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, we're we're we better get on this train because this <laughs> is a shifting of gears that we all need to be okay with. Yeah, I mean that's gonna, time saver galore mm -hmm. too. Huh? Well, and magnifying magnifying your business reach. Yeah. yeah totally. By create because you'll be able to create more content more quickly. Yeah, that too. What um do you feel like? when it comes to, I mean, so that's huge as far as like how to apply things. Mm -hmm. Do you still see the blog being the primary focus of what you're working mm -hmm. on? Or what are you thinking the primary focus of what you'll 
produce is going to be at this point. I think the blog is going to be like the landing page mm -hmm. where um, I can have a product line, um, articles about um, things I'm working on at the cottage because the cottage is the central piece of the business, mm -hmm. obviously. And living my life here as a single empowered woman on my own, showing other people that they can do this too, and then trying to take my vision for the cottage which is super tiny and i don't have a lot of money and try to make it happen within my budget so mm -hmm. those are kind of my concepts right yeah. so the blog is going to be the landing page where you can get the kind of like the transcripts and mm -hmm. then i'm going to do the i'm going to have um a podcast relating mm -hmm. to the topics that i'm talking about which the podcast will kind of have i'll interview people either mm -hmm. um like maybe mortgage individuals that will help um, single women understand how they can get financing to either purchase their own home or how they can fix their credit report so that they can get a nicer mm. apartment for a cheaper rate or a better interest rate or all these different things or um, a DIY project we can talk about and what tools to like recommend stuff mm. like that and a then get rich quick scheme I know a guy <laughs> well <laughs> not exactly Just kidding. I'm not that I'm not I'm, I'm risk averse kidding. in that realm but Kara can talk about that like, no I won't yeah, right now if right. I get rich I'll let you guys know if not but then also for yeah I think under my my business umbrella I've got you know the blog the podcast Megan and I are going to write a book together oh, I love that idea it's it's going to be so fun because the coffee table book the right? coffee table kind book of. because it's making something out of nothing we've been doing it our whole yeah. life both of us we've never been like super wealthy or we're not super poor but we've struggled you know mm -hmm. but so it's the coffee table book is just going to kind of be about how simple cottage living looks you know mm -hmm. to us yeah and then um um can it have textures <laughs> it, like a maybe we'll have, like, would it be cool maybe to we'll have? have like little fabric swatches yeah or something. like swatches yeah. would be oh. awesome well if you do the wall. right um, awesome. potentially going to have a line of home decor products like wallpaper and fabric and things Lamp like shades. that. Lampshades for sure. Um, no, seriously, <laughs> that awesome. was on the list. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, I don't know, cool. giving, giving away my whole brand before it's even out. Yeah, you know, but we can edit. It's just, you know, <laughs> so shifting gears is just, sometimes it happens a little piece at a time, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, I think that's sometimes I think you need to assess the situation and mm. do like a total total big shift or whatever yeah. just like change what you're doing all like together. a total reboot <laughs> yeah and other times it's more like okay i just need to like fine tune or sh you know do something smaller like that and more was kind of how you and, did like you yeah, started well, with your herbal you know mm -hmm. life and then you determined that that wasn't enough of what you want your message yeah to be, I guess, and i right? mean and i think that for me <clears throat> It's funny. So when I close the store, I feel like other people were like more heartbroken than myself. <laughs> and I'm like, I just like enjoyed all yeah. of, yeah, like, okay, definitely that was time piece, like, relief. Thought I'd like. <laughs> yeah. And, and on top of it, it's like, for me, like I'm just addicted to enjoying the things that I'm doing and spending mm -hmm. time on. Mm -hmm. So yes, I want it to be successful, but it's also never like end of the world yeah. decisions for me. It's part of the process. Yeah. It's like, it's all good. But so I think that partly could I have gone down that road and been successful there if I was like ready to just have that be the thing mm -hmm. yeah maybe but you know I'm what, just like a, a creative junkie who like wants to go yeah be like oh I have this idea let's just explore it yeah, you know let's explore it 
but that works sometimes you know what i'm seeing is a lot of like i follow a lot of brick and mortar small businesses yeah tons of them are closing Closing, yeah because they just can't sustain that i know so they're they're switching to an online lifestyle it's just the way it is i know you know i I think we felt that struggle really hard here in vermont before a lot of other areas did because there's not as many people here to support a store there just isn't i mean we're we have what like six hundred and fifty thousand people in the entire state yeah (laughs) i mean that's not a lot of people no and you because of how our layout is we have these small Mm -hmm. towns other than like burlington or rutland or you know there's a few cities but they're not big and you need to have neighbors that make sense and like you know it's not like you have a neighborhood where Mm -hmm. you all of a sudden have like oh, people are coming to these 10, you know, 10 stores or whatever all at the same time. And they tend to be repeat customers. But like, you have to have that same yeah. demographic. Yeah. And those, it's just your tough clients here. need to live near your store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. around here, everything it's takes tough. like 30, 45 minutes to get to it. <laughs> like yeah. Everything. Yeah. But I think, you know, so one of the things that might be kind of interesting to talk about, about shifting gears is that you get these little silver linings in all mm. of the shifts. And that I think for I me is, yeah. I mean, I drove by the old shop today going to the store and it's like, I have free advertising on this window over here. Mm-hmm. And I met so many cool people through that process, both online and in the store. And like, you know, it's just like, I don't know. It's interesting to, if you stop and pause for a minute to kind yeah. of have that takeaway. And that's the part of it that for me, like, I just, love, I love I driving like, by your old store, knowing that nobody else has rented, rented it. I know. The building is really bad I know. and your still, your advertising is still her huge logo still it's in so the window cute. and then find us here all your instagram stuff is i still know written i know it. i wrote it all in the window i was like we are gonna monopolize on this last you're not even paying bit. for it you're still getting it advertised i know i actually when i went by i was like should i write something else on that window should i go clean it up and make it a little bit cleaner <laughs> so funny. did you write it on the outside or this? yeah it's on the outside oh that's hilarious no i could i could pretty funny <laughs> So speaking of silver linings, Mm -hmm. I think it is a nice little silver lining that Mm -hmm. we shifted gears from what we were initially going to talk about tonight, because it changes the quality of what you're doing. If your energy and focus isn't in it and with what we were going to talk about, it just feels kind of like we were kidding, but in all seriousness, it Mm -hmm. feels douchey to be talking about something really important and and, important. Yeah. Yeah. And and then like, we couldn't get through it without laughing. So that wasn't like going to be authentic content. So I I love that we did this shifting gears because we really do want to create good content for you guys. And we're hoping that you're really enjoying the podcast. I'm getting so many messages from my friends, text or Facebook messenger, you know, just people that I talk to are just loving it. And it's because we have so much fun doing this. I know. And we make sure we do it every week so that we have something to produce for you. And it's just, even when we don't feel like it, once we start, we're like in it. It's so fun. And I think, I mean, you know, this episode is a perfect delivery of things don't need to be perfect. Like we're doing this for fun. This is like our, our, hobby project Mm -hmm. and it's awesome that you guys love it but it's also like all good if it's just us chit-chatting and and like i've had you know i don't know if i've mentioned this before (laughs) but i've had my friends be like i feel like i'm like hanging out with you guys and so i'm like cool like if that's the feel that we're giving off like i'm cool with that yeah that's perfect yeah i I feel like there's a lot of relatable content and that's always my goal is like i want to be accessible relatable authentic 
and just like real, you know, yeah. I want, I, and I'm, I'm trying to be better. So this is like me processing how to do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, and um, it's so funny because now as TV is less and less of a thing mm -hmm. and people really, and like, you know, the radio is still existent, but I feel like you, when it comes to podcasts and it comes to Netflix and Hulu and all these different things, you have to be in even the internet. I mean, social media, you have to be so intentional about who you mm -hmm. don't have to be, but you have to engage to some extent mm -hmm. to decide who and what you're listening to and yep. seeing. Yep. And so when it comes to podcasts, like that's kind of the fun thing here is yeah. that people like you can choose to listen to us or not. It's yep. not like we're like on your radio and you're stuck right. with us. I mean, yeah. you are stuck with us. And if you turn this fucking thing on, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you know, talking through her teeth. <laughs> I talk through my teeth. <laughs> anyway, I think this is a really good segue. I don't have anything ready business-wise to advertise for you guys you to go look at more. talking through my teeth more. makes me a professional no. <laughs> that people should come work with me? Maybe. Okay. I mean. She's so, she's really good at what she does, guys. So I think I'm going to... I can only talk through my teeth because I've done the work to be in a place where I feel <laughs> To deal with your pain, stress, and anxiety. speaking through my teeth. Yeah. So if you don't follow Kara on Instagram, you should. Her handle is pain, stress, anxiety coach. Yep. Right? And her website is blendwellvt.com. Nope. Blendwell, it's still blendwellcollective.com. Blendwell Col okay. I know. Someday I'll switch that. Well, over. whatever. It's and cool. we're going to put her website in the show notes so that I know I've been terrible at show notes, but we did them for a while and they weren't formatting correctly. And so I'm just going to put Kara's website directing you to her coaching. Cool on the show notes cool yeah the co so the blendwell membership is not yet released you can get on the wait list i'm gonna announce my release date soon um february 7th is my first facebook live date oh fun yeah i didn't know that don't come i'm nervous oh <laughs> why shouldn't i go i'm just kidding you should. i'm like a supportive um, mom friend yeah and i'm so i'm it's gonna be kind of an open discussion time for people to come in and say hey and see what they're looking for but i think for the for the initial stages of this i'm really going to use and provide some tools and go through some practices and a little bit of review of what the membership is mm -hmm. um, until the actual launch date but that'd be a really good time to come and check out what I'm up to and what yeah. we're doing and what kinds of services and support I can she offer. Even just on Okimo TV oh. recently. And you can find it on YouTube. I, I think it's just Okimo TV, isn't it? Okimo Valley. Okimo TV. Valley TV. Yeah. So you can search it on YouTube and find Kara's episode there. And that she's so good, Paula. I know. She's so know. sweet. She is. She's really lovely. It was a really nice interview and she really pulled a lot of good stuff out of you. Yeah, I tried. Kara was nervous. So. I was really nervous. <laughs> so much of my, my focus with my business is really just teaching people how to be as vulnerable as possible and reaping the benefits yeah. and, you know, the focus being on pain, stress, and anxiety and how that can inhibit or facilitate what you're doing in your life. I want you to just quickly to give people an example, when you talk about empathy, and how that's a beneficial trait. Can you do that? Yes. So empathy is really, I think that it gets a bad rap and is deemed a maybe negative or draining or exhausting or, you know, just so selfless that it's 
seen as a negative quality. And to me, empathy is something that once you actually go deeper into so that you can understand where people are coming from and then to identify almost with them in a different way, it allows you to detach from their outcome. And a good example of that, um, at least for myself, is, well, I don't know if I want to share this example. Let me think for a minute. I can share a different example. Um, <laughs> is it's personal, but to somebody else. So I'm always trying to be respectful of that boundary yes. also. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But so say you have a close friend who is doing the best they can, they're in a relationship, and it's easy for you to have the judgment that like that's not the most conducive to who they are and who they're trying to be and where they're trying to go and what they're trying to accomplish and X, Y, and Z. It's easy if you're using empathy to put yourself in their situation and be like, I'm pissed for you, I'm frustrated for you, and to really feel into what they're feeling and to use that again as kind of a barrier to being able to totally relate to them. If you deepen your empathy for that person and where they're coming from, you may be able to get to a place where you understand that your solution for them to just leave that environment is not necessarily helpful in any way. You mm -hmm. have that attachment almost to that outcome for them because mm -hmm. it's somebody you care about. However, if you deepen your empathy and are able to become aware that that person is doing the best that they are able to do in that moment, mm -hmm. it allows you to release your feeling that you know what's best for somebody. And it gives a safer environment for them to yep. explore all of their options. Yeah, exactly. Not just the one you think might be the best. Exactly. Yeah. So it really, that's kind of the context. That's kind of one of the examples I come up with that I feel deepening your empathy, albeit kind of contradictory to modern belief that it's a maybe negative thing and you need to protect how you feel by not being empathetic or, um, you know, saving your energy in that way, mm -hmm. I feel is really conducive to getting the outcomes that maybe you desire. Nice. I love that. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was a good way to kind of show people what you're all about. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, I think Anywho. that's where we're <laughs> at. And we talked a lot about shifting gears and this was really an on the fly. We did zero prep for this episode which is not typical for us not usually we like have a whole outline that we write out before the show and let us know what you think seriously we would love to know your feedback mm -hmm. um and if if you can review it that would be great really yeah. super helpful i know we're gonna put in a little ad that says the same thing but nobody's really reviewing too much of it so. no they're not great you're not being great at reviewing. <laughs> Review it. No, we want to know. Um, and then the other question also is if you have thoughts about shifting gears and how you're doing that in your personal professional, within your relationships, we would love to hear about it because how we are better is by also learning how, from yeah, you. learning from other people and like mm -hmm. what, what you're doing to do yep. to become a better human. Also. I would love those examples. Maybe we'll put up a we can our Instagram post that's advertising this episode yeah. you can comment on just comment on it and cool. if you haven't found us over there yet we're how to be better podcast on uh, instagram and we're on facebook and yeah cool yay Alrighty, love you love you shifting gears it was a good one happy friday ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> i had
had fun. Did you have fun? I had a blast. Awesome. I love that. Well, since you guys are already here at the podcast, wherever you might listen, please make sure to follow us. Reviews are incredibly helpful to having other people find us and share it if you like it. We have socials, so go find those. Yes. And Facebook uh, and Instagram at the moment. Hopefully more soon. Yep. How to be better podcast. And um, see if you can find that little bell thingy, maybe hit that. I think that helps, right? Yeah. That tells them when we post a new episode. Oh, sweet. There. All right. See you guys next time. Stick around for the bloopers. <laughs> Oh, fuck. So what do you do when you feel like you can't reach somebody, somebody that's going through? <laughs> you, you were ready. What do you do when somebody, like, you <laughs> don't know what to do in the first place? Like, <laughs> <laughs> your face just made me so, so I can't I can see you going, like, save it, save it. Like, how do you help somebody with that? Like, what do you do? It's such a challenge. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even. need to do to help a person. <laughs> we got it done. We need to stop talking. Do you need to go out? No? Then I go need- lay down. <laughs> You're so angry. Go lay down. <laughs> go!